Hey love, how are you girl? Today we're going to be talking about choosing a niche because when you choose a niche and you're so crystal clear on what your niche is, you can make more sales. Let's say you have a product and you think that this product is for women, you're not going to make as many sales as if you knew exactly the type of women the product is for. So I'm going to be drawing from personal examples from my life to shed some light into how you can really get crystal clear on your niche. Because when you niche down, you can make more sales. And it's so counterintuitive, I know, but that's exactly how it works. Now, niching down or just picking a niche just means that you're choosing the segment of the market that you're choosing to sell your product to. Now, of course, you can sell to anybody who wants to give you money, right? This is where we're starting. This is the piece of the pie that we're going to pull out. And this is where we're going to market to. And then from there, if you have no idea who your ICA is, then it's easier to craft your ICA. But before we even go to your ICA, we really need to understand what is the part of the market? What is your niche? Who is it that you're marketing to in general so that you can craft better messaging? You can take better images, you can design better graphics because it's totally designed for that person. So I'm going to give you two examples from my personal life, right? So let's say you have a product that you sell and it's geared towards moms. Well, what kind of moms? For example, I am a mom, but I am a total hippie. I was the mom who cloth diaper her babies. I wore my babies until, I don't know, they were toddlers. By the way, if you don't know what wearing a baby means, it's like putting them in in the little pouch, the little kangaroo pouch and just carrying them around. I breastfed my babies until they were three years and three months. What else? I bed shared. Guys, I am a hippie through and through. Total hippie, like made their food, you know, like all organic, all natural, non-toxic. I was the mom. I still am who would stay hours like awake at night just doing research making sure that the toys I was getting for them was non-toxic and all the things okay I am very different from a mom who thinks differently than me like I don't want to step on anybody's toes but guys this is the type of person I am okay but I am not a helicopter mom for example so if I take my kids to the park and I've always been this way I give them space to explore. I'm not around them saying, oh my gosh, you're going to fall. Be careful. Don't do that. I just let them be. You know, I am not all over my kid all the time. I am all about creating that bond and social emotional intelligence. So in my kids tantrum, I'm not yelling at them. I'm not telling them to cut it out. I sit there and I say, oh my gosh, you're having such a hard time. You're so disappointed because of X, Y, Z. And then my kid sits there and has a tantrum for 20 minutes. So For some parents, they would not do that, you know? They would just tell the kid to cut it out, stop crying, and move on with life. It wasn't a big deal. I sit here and I let my child tantrum and fall apart on the floor wherever we are. And I sit there for, you know, from 5 to 20 minutes, however long the tantrum is, and I just let it be. Like I mentioned earlier, I cloth diaper and... Every once in a while, I would use super like expensive, non-toxic, disposable diapers. And there are many reasons why I chose to go that route. But if you have a product that you're selling, let's say that you do sell cloth diapers, for example. Well, you're obviously not going to market that to the mom who goes to Costco and buy Huggies or Pampers or whatever, you know? So you need to understand the, the part of the market that you're selling to because then you can make more sales because then your messaging is going to be crystal clear for the type of mom. Here's the thing, we think that our product is for everybody, but you're missing the point. 
if I cloth diaper and you're selling me a cloth diaper, don't try to sit here and convince moms who are using disposable diapers that they need to be cloth diapering for whatever reason, because you're wasting time, okay? You need to focus on the people that you already have, okay? There's a whole segment of the market right here, a whole segment of moms who cloth diaper, they're on board, there's no question about it, that's what they're going to do. So instead of you sitting here and trying to convince, you know, whatever, the other 98% of the market that this is the way to go, you need to cloth diaper and blah, 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 blah. Just focus on the people that you already have. So do you understand why you cannot just say that my product is for everybody? You need to get crystal clear on the people that you have so that you can have a bigger reach. And then from there, those moms who cloth diaper, they can strike up a conversation naturally and organically with a mom who uses disposable diapers and say, oh my gosh, no, but these are different. They have these benefits and these features and whatever, you know? So again, understand your niche so they can make more sales and stop trying to convince the entire market that your product is for them. So let's say that I am in that target market that you're going after, okay? The hippie mom, the crunchy, natural, organic mom. Your messaging is going to be very different than if your targeted audience was, you know, the mom who is a professional mom. She's working a nine-to-five, and she's climbing up the corporate ladder, and maybe she does a mix of pumping, but she also uses formula. And by the way, that's not to say that one mom is better than the other, but the point I'm trying to make is that if you just put your product out there and you claim that it is for everybody, you're going to sell to nobody because both parties are going to be turned off, right? If you're trying to market both kind of these moms, one who is the crunchy stay-at-home mom doing all the things like super hippie style and this mom climbing the corporate ladder and has a lot over her plate, if you're trying to market to both of them, guess what? both of them are going to be turned off because you're not really solving the problem that they have right now. So I don't care how beautiful, how awesome your product is and how much it would change everybody's lives if they just bought it. Understand that your niche so that you can make more sales, you can have a higher impact helping the people that you know you can actually help. Now, another area of my life to again, bring this full circle so that you can really understand why picking the niche is super important. I am vegan and I have been many types of vegan in the past and I'm going to go over them, okay? I have been the militant vegan, the person who is passive aggressive and shames you because, you know, you're not vegan, okay? I have totally been that person in the past. Um, what else? When I became vegan, I was, I was a health vegan. I called myself vegan, but I didn't really make the connection of not eating animals, I did it entirely for health. And for a good while, it was all that I was. I was a health vegan, making health, um, healthy choices and eating a whole food plant-based diet, but I didn't make that connection to the animals. And for a lot of people, they kind of fall into this category. You know, I, I mean, I cared about the animals because I used to be vegetarian, but at that point in my life, I didn't really connect the dots. And a lot of, a lot of people, um, they kind of fall into this category. They call themselves vegan because they, they eat a whole food plant-based diet. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's not like, you know, they're in it for the animals. They might still buy leather. They might still wear wool. Uh, they don't really care maybe if their shampoo is tested on animals or whatever, you know, so, so there's that. What else? There's the police vegan, the vegan police. I totally used to be that person who would say, oh my gosh, Oreos are not vegan. And like, totally, like I used to be a total Karen and 
there is that the type of, of vegan out there. What else? Um, there is the hippie tippy vegan. That is who I am right now. You know, just like I love everybody. I accept everybody. Um, if you want to learn about how I eat, I am totally here to teach you, but I am not going to sit here and shame you because of your choices, okay? So let's say you open up a, biz- a business and you're towards vegans. I want to know what type of vegans are you going after because we all think very differently. There are the minimalist eco-friendly vegans um, who want a very specific type of of product, right? And, And that's different than somebody who is a junk food vegan, right? So understand the market that you're going after because you may think that all vegans think the same because we're all vegans, but it's not true. So Let's say you start this business and you sell, you know, vegan clothing. What type of, you know, what segment of the, the vegan market are you going after? Okay, because if, you, if you're going after an activist, you need to think about your products a different way than if you go after somebody who is uh, the militant vegan, who really wants you to, to think hard about the choices that you're making. Like, I am going to shame you into this right now. And that's it, you know. So again, mama. Are you taking the time to understand the piece of the market that you're going after and really nurturing the people that are already there? Or are you trying to please everybody because you think, like we all think that our product is great for everybody. Trust me, I, I think that way too. Only if, like for example, talking about veganism, I think the world would be, the, would be a better place if everybody was vegan. I'm just going to be totally honest. But that's not the reality. And by the way, I wholeheartedly believe that. But do you see this disconnect between what I wholeheartedly believe because of my life experiences and what, you know, the majority of you right now are like, no, girl, that's not going to make a difference or you totally disagree with me. But I am telling you the story for you to understand that no, your product is not for everybody, okay? You have to niche down and you need to understand who you're talking to and then go after the little piece of the market and focus on those people, love on those people, nurture them because that is how you're going to grow. Sweet friend, I really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way that you now understand why you need to niche down and why you need to get super lasered focus on the little piece of the market and Go after that and stay there and be focused, okay? Don't get the shiny object syndrome and take this idea out of your head that you can solve everyone's problems because you cannot, okay? There is no one-size-fits-all product or solution for everybody because we're all very different people with different backgrounds, different experiences, and that is such is life. And and that's a beautiful thing. It's it's a great thing that one product cannot solve everybody's problems, you know, because that allows us to innovate and to get better and to improve. Anyway, mama, don't forget you're capable, you're strong, you can do hard things. And until next time, May you be wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.